0: Hey, welcome back to Digital Hockey. This is Chris, and today's co-host, Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us. We're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply over hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how goes it, CBass?
1: Ah, Pretty good. You know, enjoying the the off season, enjoying a little bit more free time and catching up on, you know, not that I let work slip by but just know the few little things and details at work that uh don't always get as much attention as you have when you're kind of fully committed to something so it's, it's been kind of nice we kind of relaxing and you know the weather's been nice here um the last few weeks so uh i'm starting to kind of enjoy that summer weather and bringing out my awful golf game and uh you know my i call it golf game but i mean i just drink a couple beers because i'm so bad at it <laughs> what about you <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've been enjoying the really nice weather here in, in Copenhagen. Just been traveling and planning travels and got back from Madrid. I'm drinking a really nice red. I picked up at a winery there, uh, really cool family run place. I mean, generations passed down and the, the, the guy working there now has gone to school for it so he can run it even better. Um, and like his little sister or cousin is like running the cash register thing when you're there. Um, really cool little winery, and um, I thought it was good to bring up wine because this is our second hundredth episode. Can you believe we made two hundred of these things?
1: Man, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> oh my God, wow. Right? I yeah. mean, for so the people who are still listening to us, thank you. Um, yes, I'm thank glad you. we haven't, we haven't yeah. annoyed you in two hundred episodes. Um, but no, honestly, I mean that that's an awesome, and I mean um i want to take that you know quick second you know thank you obviously uh everyone who's listened from the start knows that you know this is kind of your your brainchild and you kind of put you know the work into this and in everything behind the scenes i'll, I'll be very honest the listeners i hop on during my lunch and i hop off when i'm back in to another meeting after my lunch and chris does everything else so um if you're a fan of the podcast you know quick round of applause stick taps for chris for putting in all the work and uh I do want to say we kind of had a little bit of a discussion before we, we jumped on the podcast and he was swirling his wine like he's a wine aficionado. So <laughs> he was really kind of bragging, like, look at <laughs> me. I went to Madrid with my red wine. But that's just a side story. But for real, um, you know, thank you, Chris, for everything you do for this podcast. Uh, 200 definitely is not possible without you. So uh, here's on to the next 200.
0: Well, thank you. And, I you know, I appreciate all the listeners out there and you're tuning in. You're you you know, your interactions have been awesome. Uh, We really do appreciate every listener, everyone who reaches out. And I do appreciate my co-host, Sebastian. You've been on the most episodes at this point. Uh, You jumped on episode, we were only a few months old, but I think it was like episode, I don't remember. It was a few months in. You jumped in January 22. You jumped on as a guest in December 2020. And uh, we'd only started in like mid-October 2020. And uh, yeah, you were on as a guest right before Christmas and we you were you're a guest for like five or six episodes and then you were a co-host. Uh, so you've been basically here since like month two and a half. And uh, really appreciate you always making time to jump on. I know, like I said, (laughs) as much as I might be swirling my wine around here and such. And I know you're taking a huge break every day. We do these recordings to jump on here and make that time and do the research and be prepped for the episode. So, yeah, you're you know, you're only jumping on for your small period of time. We do the recordings, but you're also doing a lot of pre-work for that as well. So, no, I do appreciate that. Yeah, and you know, that it's for me. It's fun.
1: I mean, it's as we get on here, and you know, we have, you know, we have obviously when we look at our numbers, we definitely have some some continuous listeners, and you know, it's for them, and it's for it's for the love of the game, and even like other like all our other co-hosts. It's just such a fun time when we jump on here. It's kind of a I always laugh because you know I go from meeting to this to meeting, so it's kind of a a nice relax. You know, we talk about hockey and talk about you know day-to-day stuff and a ton of fun and I, I kind of hope our listeners kind of pick up on that where it's just we're not here we're not super serious we're not going to tell you the exact yeah. cap number and this and that we're having fun we're having fun we hope you're having fun you know we keep them light and breezy for a reason and it's just really because we don't want to bore you with three hours of us talking stats and this and that <laughs> we want to you know shoot the shit have some fun and hope you don't know, give you a laugh here or here and there and uh, you know chirps here and there and you know we move on with our day and um, that's kind of what the flow of the podcast has been, and I hope that's how it feels.
0: Yeah, and it, we get a lot of people that really appreciate that. You know, we're just going to stick to our roots, and we're just going to keep it that way. And anyone that listened to the last podcast, we brought Stefan Bell, the previous play-by-play announcer for the Ogden Mustangs, on as a full-time host now as he's now working with the National Hockey League's Anaheim Ducks. No and, big deal. Uh, no big deal. You know, but... uh yeah, and it was really cool to hear his story and, and he, you know, the surrealness of just, like, his first day. And it, it was fun. And, you know, and he's really excited. And, you know, he's a hockey geek like us. He will sit there for five or six hours and rebuilding and rebuilding a team based off of the, you know, podcast requirements for that podcast. And and that's what we appreciate. We appreciate Stefan jumping on as the newest co-host most recently. And uh, Michelle and, and Ben for being here for a little bit. Michelle's jumped on a few months ago. Back in November 2021, so it's been great having her input, and Ben has been here as well, closer to the beginning, but he took a little leave of absence for a while and then came back. His episodes are always hilarious. Um, he always catches me off guard. Uh, so yeah, it's been great. And then Steve the Original, who's not with us anymore on this podcast, he is alive, don't worry, but uh, he's not <laughs> Actually, with us on this. Funny podcast.
1: enough, funny story. I went to the the Habs-Sense game here uh, I guess a couple weeks ago, or last week. I have, my brain is mush, but anyway so we went to the, me and my wife went to the uh, she's a Habs fan, so we went to the game and, and I'm getting texts from Steve about how Stutzel's a diver and Stutzel's soft, <laughs> and it's like 7-2 at one point, and I'm like, Steve, shut up it's 7-2, like, Sense are destroying you, like, leave me alone Price has had 13 shots, and 7 goals, I feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, I'm like, why are you chirping me I should be chirping you, but it, it sometimes when I get those texts, I kind of laugh. It reminds me that Steve is alive, um, you know, and, and I just I kind of miss getting him very upset. I mean, it doesn't take much. You could just be like, Saku Koivu was the worst Montreal Canadian of all time. And I'm sure he probably heard that somehow. And he's like rage punching his wall or something right now from like live in Arizona. Um, but no, I miss that. And I mean, it's kind of fun. And it just kind of shows about like how. You know, when things get busy, we're, you know, for example, like Steve, Steve's able to step away. And, and you know, I'm sure one yep. day Steve will be back on and when he has time. Yep. And um, it just kind of shows a kind of, it's a pitching whole family. It's not just a podcast anymore, right? Like everyone's kind of tight. I mean, um, Stefan doesn't know yet, but he's going to give me the head coaching job in Anaheim one day. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just, we just do good things with that for each other. So, uh, no, but for real, um, you know, it's a great team. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone listening knows we have a ton of fun when we do these. You know, nothing, nothing gets taken very seriously. We all like to chirp each other, have a little fun. And I mean, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's pretty when I listen to it and I, I listen back and I'm like, well wow, like, I mean, it's uh, some of the other podcasts are kind of rigid. And I think if we ever get rigid, let us know, because we're just here to have
0: fun. Yeah, please let us know. And I think I think the feedback's been pretty awesome so far. It's been great because a lot of things have happened recently and we might cover those in a future podcast. The EOJHL playoffs just finished up and they've crowned a new champion. So congratulations to the Castleman Vikings. I mean, what a series between them and Perth. Couldn't have written a better ending for Castleman as they've acquired another Barkley Cup. Um, yeah. And hearing Matthew Fortin uh, uh, make the play calls with uh, the Perth. I, I don't know the Perth Blue Wings broadcaster's name. So Perth Blue Wings broadcaster, listen to this, reach out. It's it's listening to those two kind of get adjusted to each other the first game or two was hilarious i think they found a good balance by game six uh i will say it matthew if you're listening to this i shot it to you over twitter but don't give up your day job if you're planning on going into singing um <laughs> he, he was singing along to we are the champions and my wife's sitting on the couch and she's like i'm leaving <laughs> just walk away it was, oh matthew it was so bad but it was so perfect because you can you can hear the emotion in his voice and his passion for the vikings and uh yeah, it was a it was a great great series between two teams that definitely uh, definitely earned their spots. No, absolutely. Um, you know,
1: I still personally think I should have been Carl Place hosting the Barkley Cup, but hey, who am I? I'm just biased. No, um, <laughs> honestly, it was a it was a hard fought battle. Tons of respect for Perth. I mean, they they got in our kitchens and they kind of took over the minds of, of our young players and then found a way to just really take it to it. Not really say take it to us. It was a hard fought battle, but you know for the way they the way they did it was it was done a very good job. I mean, they played their game and they didn't back away from it. But Castleman, Castleman was near the bottom, almost not making the playoffs. Made a couple of trades, brought in a ton of APS from the U18 programs around them, uh, going in the playoffs and just made an absolute push. I mean, all the respect in the world to Perth, but what Castleman did was just they had speed, they had talent, they had grit, they had youth, they had you know, vets, they had goaltending, you know, their coaches has been one of the best coaches in, in the EO for a long time. I've grown up a little bit in Casman, so I got to know their ownership and I had some friends who played for the team and stuff. And uh, it, they just, they're just super passionate about what they do. Like they, that team is, is kind of like a life for them. And it shows, I mean, when they won, I kind of, I, I watched a little bit of the finals there. And like you said, the crowd was fired up. The players were fired up. Coaches fired up. The announcer was fired up. It, it was a fun series to watch, and I'm glad it wasn't like a four nothing like that. It was a it was a it was a battle. Um, yeah. And, and for those who don't know, it was actually the first time that the you know the the two divisions met. Uh, throughout the year, the divisions were split. Um, you only played within your division all year until you got to the final. So that first game that you saw Casman and Perth play was the first time the two divisions have met all year. So the fact that's kind of you're going in only on film and you know maybe catching a few games here and there throughout the year, it's. That brand new feeling. So I mean, it was a hell of a series for for saying that they hadn't seen each other at all.
0: It was really, really, really good hockey. I mean, some wild goals from I think Pazvan. I think that's how you say the kid's name. Pazvan. Um, it was a Nico Pazvan. Holy crap! That kid could score some goals. <laughs> yeah,
1: very, very skilled player. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, it was a really, really great series. But speaking of playoffs, we're going to actually make this episode all about the NHL bracket challenge we were supposed to have a junior hockey guest on this episode but it had fallen through here at the last second so it's just going to be me and sebastian so we do apologize for your listeners you're only going to hear our voices this episode and our very weird opinions about where we think it's going to go and i don't know what you've chosen and you don't know what i've chosen so it's going to be interesting to see how this uh unwraps but uh, we're not going to go into any crazy detail on like well i think this team's going to win for these 15 reasons no it's If you listen to our NHL bracket challenge from last year, you're going to realize that And if you watch hockey, ah, there's a reason you play the game. The best team on the ice doesn't always win, and weird things happen. Injuries occur. Uh, It doesn't matter if you won the President's Trophy. You could be the first team out, Tampa Bay. So it's going to be weird, and let's go into this, man. Where do you want to start, east or west?
1: Uh, Let's start in the west because i got some very strong opinions about a certain team in the east.
0: All right, let's go to let's start right at uh, let's go to number one to four. So we got Colorado or not one to four because NHL go back to the way. it was. Oh,
1: I hate the way like I hate and then this. If this team scores a goal in triple overtime. Then they get to play this team.
0: But if this team has purple socks on, they put like it just like just <laughs> play it the way it's um, one to eight, two to seven, three to six, four to five. Why is that so hard? I don't want to play the same team I've been playing all year because they're in my division. Let me let me experience like the Buffalo Philly series of the 90s and they we played each other a lot. We're amazing. We won't play each other. in the, the odds of us playing each other in the first round are almost impossible now. It's just it's it's stupid. I I want those. I want those series back. Just, you know, you know what? Make it even better. NHL. Seriously. One to 16, two to 15. Like yeah, we got planes sick. now. So yeah. we can do this. And you know whose fault it is though?
1: Who? It's Gary Batman's fault. Gary Batman. Gary Batman. Gary Batman.
0: One dude, seriously, imagine if number sixteen took out number one.
1: That'd be unreal. Like a right? sixteen, like a sixteen yeah, versus six. You know what I mean? Like just like last place teams playing for the Stanley Cup. Final. But that's what the final. That's what the Cup Finals are about. Yeah, it's literally about you know a fresh season doesn't matter if you literally didn't lose a single game all year, you lose four and you're done. And that team's moving on. And I mean, whatever. I mean, the NHL does it for <laughs> whatever reason they like to say they do it, but it's so frustrating it's when you're like, who's going to play who in the second round? Who knows? Because here's the know. 15 different things that could happen.
0: <laughs> I know. It's like, I still, it, it, ever since they've established this, I'm like, I still don't know who's going to play who until the NHL tells me, <laughs> like, I don't know. And it's no, frustrating.
1: It is. And I got people are like, Oh, like who do you have like the, winning the cup? I'm like, look it literally just depends on how the NHL like redoes their thing. Like, yes, we could go in and there's their rules are all written down, but there's so like it's literally like there's fifteen different rules to the one rule. It's just like just yeah. play reseed. Okay. One one, congratulations. And seven one, well guess what? One play
0: seven now. Yep. Like, yep. you know what I mean? It's really basic. And I think I mean, how awesome. Would it be not necessary for me, but for the NHL, really thinking about it? If you could end up having a Stanley Cup series between Montreal and Toronto, can phenomenal. you imagine that series? It'll never happen with the current oh. system. Not even the current it, system.
1: The NHL, yeah. let's be honest here, the NHL does not really like Canada, um, so true. that would never happen. So let's maybe go with like a it's that close proximity, like Toronto, Montreal, like Ottawa, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto. Like you have those rivalries because like you could literally drive to the that. Your opponents yeah. barn and watch a game you know what i mean so you always have those rivalries and i'm trying to think of a better rivalry in the states that are close by but it's just I don't know. anyways that's for a different episode of my
0: the well NHL's think, about, bias against think about the imagine the rangers islanders
1: well that would be phenomenal i right? mean someone would probably die in the stands because there'd be just like new yorkers just beat the <laughs> of each other but um <laughs> it'd be fun like it'd be such a cool series to just have fan interaction like you would go into barns and like it would just be like a mix of the two like, teams cheering against each other. Like it'd be so much fun. But I mean, people call NFL no fun league, but the NHL sometimes is kind of the no fun league as well.
0: Yeah, it's uh, they could do something to change it up here. But let's jump into it, man. All right, Colorado, Nashville. Who you got? So for Colorado, Nashville,
1: I have Colorado in six. Um, I just think they're built differently. They're a ton of talent. Um, the only question mark I have for Colorado is kind of goaltending.
0: That's why I'm picking Nashville. I believe Colorado's been strong all year, but it's Colorado in the playoffs, and they haven't proved anything to me the last few years with their playoff runs. And goaltending remains questionable for them. And Nashville's goaltending, I don't know. Nashville's also just kind of been, a, uh, they, they've both been pretty good lately, but Nashville's just kind of been a little bit better. And I just feel like this will be a seven-game series. And I wouldn't be surprised to be overtime in game seven for this one. Uh, but Nashville takes the series for me.
1: I don't blame you on that one either. I mean, that was kind of the one where I was like, this could go either way. But, I mean, I got i got to be a little faithful with my halves here.
0: <laughs> right. how about uh minnesota st louis who you got
1: uh this one I, I just got minnesota i just think flowers is going to stand on his head he's playing he doesn't want to he, he's already made a quote basically he doesn't want to retire he wants to play somewhere else next year and i think he's going to show why he's still a top end goalie
0: yeah i'm i'm with you on this one minnesota takes out st louis for me in six games flower power is going to get this team into the next round that's how i feel about it how about calgary and dallas
1: Oh, I got, you know, I can honestly, I said five. I'm going to stick with that. Calgary and five, and I think Calgary is an absolute wagon. They've got tons of scoring, tons of skill, good defensemen. Goaltending has been there for them all year. I got to go with the, the flaming seas.
0: I'm with you on that one. They've been really hot this year. And for all the reasons you listed right there, I mean, Markstrom's just been Markstrom. I mean, what else can you say about him? He's been fantastic this year. And uh, yeah, I think they will put up a fight, win a couple games, but it's Calgary in six for me. Um, Edmonton and Los Angeles. First time they've met in the playoffs for since how long? Like over two decades?
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a, what they call a hot minute.
0: Yeah, a hot minute. Uh, who do you got, Edmonton or L.A.? I've got Edmonton in seven. Don't get me wrong.
1: Edmonton's got two of the best players in the NHL in their forward lineup defense and then their goaltending is just so hot and cold and like don't get me wrong mike smith but mike smith's also i don't know how old 50 60 70 80 <laughs> pushing 85 maybe uh no but all jokes aside is you know he has been hot and has stolen games but then he's also been ice cold and lost them games so i say edmonton but in seven they have to really push for this one
0: yeah, I'm with you on this one. Edmonton and seven, uh, for again, for all the same reasons. I think uh, they're just going to be the better team. They're just built better. Uh, I think LA's got the better goaltending. But I think Edmonton's just going to have that power to get them into the next round. And uh, let's jump into the Eastern Conference. Florida and Washington, who you got?
1: I got Florida and five. I know as I say fives, I think Florida's going to take the first game. Ovi's going to take the second game. Ovi, not the Capitals. Ovi's going to take the second game. And I just think that for once, the Florida Panthers built different. Like, they got solid goaltending. You know, Bobrovsky's been on fire. Um, they got some good defense. They've got just four strong lines. I just can't can't see the Caps kind of pushing their way through that, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm with you. I think this is, again, Florida in five. The Caps will steal a game. And yeah, I, I'm probably right. It's probably just going to be OV steals a game. But Florida is, they are a team to, you don't want to face right now. And they've been that way all year. And I think that's going to continue into the playoffs. This team's not going to suddenly, I don't think they're going to recoil it's, at some point, uh, not this early. And uh, yeah, they, they take out my my Washington Capitals in five. Toronto and Tampa. Who do you got?
1: I've actually got, and this is where people are going to get upset at me. I've got Tampa in five and hear me out. Campbell soup. If he has an off game, it's, it's an off game. Um, he, he's been pretty strong. this year. Don't get me wrong. Um, the milk cartons with missing mariners are already sent out to Toronto. Um, that guy just, I mean, I hope he proves me wrong. Cause he's such a good hockey player. Does not show up in the playoffs. He has not shown up. Um, and unfortunately Matthews can't do it alone. And, and, yeah, they brought in Giordano, but Giordano is a veteran, and I mean veteran. He's You know, he's an older body. He can still do things very well. All these fans are like, oh, here's a statement game when they got slapped 6-1 or 7-2 or whatever the score was, where the Lightning just slapped them. And I think the Lightning realized that this is probably one or two more years of dominance until they kind of start seeing the top of the hill going downward. So I see Tampa taking this one in five just at a sure will, and Toronto... Could prove me wrong if all their players actually show up to play.
0: Yeah, and and this one I'm gonna I'm gonna regret this because I I have for the last several years I'm picking Toronto in this series. It's gonna be a tough series. Toronto is proven they're gonna have some flops. They're just gonna get destroyed a couple of these games, but they're gonna make it to Game Seven, and I think it's gonna be a dramatic Game Seven, and they'll probably take this one in overtime. That'll be a Hard fought series, but I think Toronto finally, I hope I'm wrong, but I think Toronto finally jumps over the hill here and takes out Tampa Bay and they move on to the second round. And honestly, like, if that happens,
1: I wouldn't like people think, oh, Seb hates the Leafs. I'm a sense fan. Yeah, I, mean, I hate the Leafs, but you know, I actually, <laughs> I'm a Sabres
0: Austin. fan. I hate the Leafs. <laughs> Sabres guys. No, I, I, yeah.
1: I love Matthews. Marner's a great Hawk player. They have so, I mean, I could go on and on and on about some players they have. Um, I really think that they're a very good hockey team and can do this, and I would be very happy for them. The only thing I wouldn't be happy for, and, and for Leaf fan, I saw a Leaf fan tweet everything, and this is exactly how you look at it. Everyone's so annoyed with you know how the media and the fans and the team is in, in Las Vegas. People are like, wow, they're annoying. That's you, Leaf fan. That's how we all feel. The media, yeah. you guys, everything, it's annoying, right? Don't get me wrong. You win three games in a row, and it's like the parade's already what I mean, but. If the Leafs won the Cup this year, I would be so happy for them because they have so many likable players and they're such a good team. That being said, they all have to show up, like I said.
0: Yeah, 100%. Carolina, Boston. This
1: one, what do you got? I got Carolina in six. It should actually be seven. The reason why I say that, I think Carolina's the better-built hockey team. However, they're going into the first game without neither of their top two goalies because of injuries. So unless something changes today, and one of them is healthy enough to go, they're going with a rookie, and I forget his name. I haven't had a chance to look it up, and I apologize. I'm not a huge Canes fan. That being said, they're going in with an unproven goaltender instead, of, you know, Freddie Anderson back there, or even Ranta, who's who's played great for them. Um, that also being said, I don't think Boston has enough to kind of overcome the rest of the roster.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I got Carolina in six on this one. Boston is Boston. They can always come out and take wins and take a series. But Carolina is just a better-built team this year. And I think that they might they might honestly drop the first two and then just pound Boston into the ground. But it just depends on the goaltending situation. But I still think Carolina is going to come out on top of this one. The Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Who do you got? This one,
1: honestly, was... Probably the hardest to Yeah think through. The Rangers came on pretty strong. They've got some solid goaltending one A, one B Yeah, and even even Gorgiev is their backup. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's not a bad option if something were to happen, you know what I mean? Or a bad game happens. They've got some youth, they've got you know some really good vets. Like ryder has been playing great. Um, don't like him because of the things he's done, but good for him for having a great season. You know, Zabinjad, ex-Senator, sour about that trade still, but happy for him and all the you know success he's having. That being said, just like you said, the Bruins are the Bruins. The Pens are the Pens. Um, I, just, I think the Pens put, I think he gets pushed to Game 7, but the Pens and just kind of everything they have, including Crosby, just wins the series.
0: All right. I think uh, I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one. I think the Rangers goaltending is going to be massively key for them. Not that Pittsburgh doesn't have great goaltending. This one was hard, and this will be a hard-fought series, and that's why I took it to seven games because both these teams are actually very strong and very well-matched, and I think uh, New York will come out on top because I just think that Shesterkin and, like you said, uh, Gorgiev, but you know, Igor can just shut it down and – he's just been unreal this season i mean he's had one of the best seasons in nhl history so i just think that that's going to help him carry them past the penguins you want to break into uh round two
1: all right so where do you want to start off you want to start off with uh up in the east or up in the west again
0: yeah let's go back to the west and i i guess we were already talking about the battle of alberta so let's just go back because we both got calgary and edmonton who do you got
1: To me, and this one, um, unfortunately, this thing doesn't have the game, so I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Um, I've got Calgary in six, let's say, Um, just because, again, they're just a more well-built team from the crease out. I think Edmonton has the better two players in the series, but again, two players can't win in the entire series. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know, and that's been proven, and I'm with you. I think Calgary, I didn't pick, like you said, I didn't pick any in how many games because the NHL bracket challenge doesn't have you do that, so I didn't put any thought into how it could happen, but if I'm looking at Calgary and Edmonton, yeah, I'm, I'd am i actually, I'm with you, I'd probably be five or six games. I don't think this will be a seven-game series. I think Calgary will end Edmonton's season rather quickly quickly or edmonton might take it up to six games but it, this is calgary series
1: oh absolutely um and it, there's, it's, and it's the thing is it's gonna be fun battle of a bird of the oh playoffs. yeah I, yeah the games are gonna start 10 p.m here i don't care i'll still be watching
0: yeah because that's gonna be some fan fight interaction and i'm down but <laughs> let's look at nashville and minnesota who do you got so for this one i had colorado and minnesota and I've got okay. Colorado in five.
1: I just think that Flurry playing as hard as he can, I still think that Colorado has a little bit too much firepower and, and great defensemen like Kel McCarr, who can both play defense and move the puck, that I, I think it's going to be too much for Minnesota.
0: I have Nashville and Minnesota. Flurry is an amazing goaltender. He's probably, at this point, maybe my favorite goaltender of all time. He might be the first person to ever trump Brodeur because he's just so damn likable. Yeah, I think Nashville, for me, will just overpower Minnesota, Nashville is, I think, going to have a nice little shocking run here. And uh, I think they'll end Minnesota's uh, quest for the cup there. So for me, it's Nashville. Moving into the east, I've got, well, I think we both have Florida. Well, you have Florida and Tampa Bay. I have Florida and Toronto. So how do you think it's going to work out between the Battle of Florida?
1: So for me, Battle of Florida, I think this is kind of where the first gut punch to the lightning happens and there quest of winning every single Stanley Cup there is and and I think Florida again just smart deals at the trade deadline have been building for a while it's been a slow build but just a consistent build for Florida and I think they're at their peak right now and I think that uh I mean at this one's gonna be a bottle of two amazing Russian goaltenders and I think that Florida will just kind of take the edge on this one and I think this is going to be a six game series
0: For me, I have uh, Florida and Toronto and congratulations to the Maple Leafs fans, in my opinion, if this actually occurs for winning a series. But it ends uh, because Florida's just too strong. They're they're too well built. They're built for this moment right now. And uh, I think Florida dumps Toronto again. I don't know how many games, but I think Florida will actually handle Toronto. This might be my first sweep. Uh, I don't think I've called a sweep yet. I think that I don't think I called the National Minnesota series either. I think that'll be a, a, a that'll be a tough one. I think that'll go seven games. But Florida Toronto, I think Florida will just disintegrate uh, Toronto on this one, and and Florida advances.
1: Yeah, I think that's. I mean, fair. I think it's going to be either way. No matter how these series goes, I don't get me wrong. I'm excited for the West, but I'm super excited for the East.
0: Oh yeah, this this is going to be good. And that takes us now into the next series where we both have, well, you have Carolina and Pittsburgh. How do you think that's going to unfold?
1: Um, for this one, I think again, Carolina, just a little bit younger. Yeah. They don't have the experience, but they've got a ton of youth. They've got, you know, guys that are considered vets now, I guess, but still young and still haven't been really proven in the playoffs. And uh, I think if Freddie Anderson and Rant are both back healthy, um, I think that gives them the edge, and I actually have Carolina taking this one. And um, I think this one, again, for the Penguins, I think they're just going to be scrappy, and they're going to push it to seven.
0: All right. Well, I've got Carolina against the Blue Shirts here, and I think this is where, the again, goaltending is just going to just be dominant. And I think the Rangers will—this will be a defensive-slash-goaltending battle, and I just don't think Carolina is going to be able to— take on the Rangers for the full seven game series. If I'm calling games on this one, this will be a tough series as well. I think this will be a six or seven game series. This one, this one won't end in four or five. I think the Rangers could dump Carolina early, but uh, Carolina is not a pushover team. Um, But I just think the Rangers will just be stronger than them. They have a lot of firepower. They have great defense. They have great goaltending and the Rangers dump um, the Rangers dump Carolina. So, Man, we're going to go on to the conference finals here. You have Colorado and Calgary. How does that unfold?
1: So in my bracket, I actually have Colorado, but I'm going to pull a quick switch right here, a little Canadian pride, and I'm going to will it to existence. I'm actually going to have <laughs> Calgary in seven games on an extremely hot goaltender in Markstrom. That's my call.
0: Okay. Okay, I think uh, for me, I have Calgary and Nashville. I think, again, Calgary's just been so strong. Nashville's little mini dream run runs out, and they get dumped in five. I think Nashville might win a game in overtime. Uh, I almost want to call a sweep on this one, but I don't think Nashville will be taken out that quickly. Uh, I think they'll fight and they'll steal a game, but uh, this is Calgary's series, and Calgary advances to the Stanley Cup. All right, so you got Florida and Carolina. How does that look? Yeah, move? this is my only soup of the playoffs, and I've
1: got Florida taking it in four. Um, Carolina has had some injury problems, especially in the goaltending area. Um, knock on wood, that doesn't happen to them. But it's the playoffs; you never know what's going to happen. And again, I keep saying it. And I, last year, I I wrote I think Montreal all the way through, and I mean it backfired on me hard. But I'm writing, <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm grabbing my Panther and we're going to the finals, uh, four games. I think they're just built well. Um, knock on wood, no injuries or anything like that happens. Uh, but to me, um, my finals is going to be Calgary and Florida.
0: All right. Calgary and Florida. For me, I've got the Florida Panthers facing off against the New York Rangers. Uh, I think, I'm going to call a weird one here, but again, I think this will be a six game series and the blue shirts will shock the hockey world and dump the very strong, very powerful Florida Panthers. You know, I think it's, it's again, you've got two amazing Russian goaltenders facing off against each other in this series. I just think that Shesterkin's season is going to bounce on Bobrovsky's season and Shesterkin going to carry his team. Into the Stanley Cup finals against Calgary. So you've got Calgary and Florida. Stanley Cup champion, who is it?
1: I, I want to say Calgary. I, I think that would be an awesome thing. I mean, the last time McCain team won the Cup, can't remember. Um, 93. 93, exactly. I, I was three years old when it happened. So um, no <laughs> wonder I can't remember. Um, uh, that being said, I would love nothing but Calgary in the Cup. Um, I I think they're a fun group to watch. They battle hard. They play hard. Their fans are crazy. Uh, Alberta's a wild place. Um, They might burn the entire province down if they win. That being said, and this might be the jinx. This might be the Seb jinx that I'm bringing on to the the Florida Panthers, but I think Florida Panthers, six games – it's going to be a hard-fought battle. I think Calgary's literally just going to run them through the boards. Uh, but we've seen Florida respond to games like that where they come out and they start running teams through the boards. So it's going to be a physical, fast game. Great goaltending. But at the end of the day, I've got the Florida Panthers winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, throw those rats on the ice and let's go.
0: <laughs> oh, Calgary Flames lose to Florida again and just a different Florida team. <laughs> that's a, oh, that's going to be a heartbreaker for them. Uh I'm going to jump on that boat with you. I think Calgary makes it there, but they get dumped, in my opinion, by the blue shirts. I think the Rangers are just going to have a dream run. I hate that because I don't like the Rangers. Sorry, Rangers fans. I'm not a big fan of the Rangers. I just think that the way they're built, uh, the way they've played the end of the season, goaltending is massive. Goaltending when you stand in the cups, I will stand by that um i mean you got markstrom versus shesterkin here if they both stay healthy uh and i really could say i mean you, you do have a you know gorgiev is a backup in new york got uh, i mean calgary's got markstrom they got vladers backup and he's had a pretty good solid season as a backup um but yeah i think this game this series won't go seven i think it, it could go as early as five it won't be a sweep. Uh I think Calgary might steal a game in overtime. They'll win. I think they'll win one game, you know, hands down. It won't be a blowout, but it'll be like a four to two game. And then they'll probably have an overtime drama. Uh, but I have my alarm going off here. One second.
1: Chris's dryer is now done, the cycle, and his clothes <laughs> is now dry.
0: No, apparently it's my week one. I was actually from, from, it was a notification from work a week ago uh where I just had to remember to do something at work and I needed the alarm to remind me and apparently it's a weekly thing so um but uh, yeah uh not a not a dryer but I am definitely hungry and I do definitely want to eat we have uh we're going to be having quail tonight but um right that's what I'm talking about uh but I'm not cooking tonight so I'm happy but uh yeah I think the Rangers um will have their first cup win since 1994 um it's been an 18 year drought for them um is that 18 years or my no shoot that's even worse it's 28 years yeah yeah i think so i wish mm-hmm. it was 18 Does that means yeah. i'm younger uh, but yeah it's been almost a third year drought for the rangers um and uh, i think it'll come to an end this year i think the rangers uh, much to the nhl's delight will win the stanley cup because when you're given a first round pick not that that's really affected this series or this uh, this this year as much, but the, when you're given a first-round pick, when you're like, what are they? What were they like? What were their odds of getting that first-round pick that year? Oh, they weren't. I mean, they weren't very good, and
1: the NHL was just like, oh no, the Rangers have the pick, and people were like, well, that ball got fumbled, and everyone's like, that didn't happen. You didn't see that, and then it's like, no, it was on live television. They're like, nope, didn't happen. Yeah. So so. Um, the NHL definitely did not do the same thing they did with the whole uh, Eichel and uh, and McDavid thing when they're like ah put a
0: Canadian in the Canadian
1: market and an American in the American market that's definitely not what they did either
0: no nope, definitely not what they did and that's really worked out for the Buffalo Sabres <laughs> so but uh, but yeah I think uh, that's what it'll be so you've got the Florida Panthers winning their first ever Stanley Cup. And, uh, you know, just harassing their neighbors there in Florida who've won the last two. So the cup returns to Florida for the third year in a row. And I've got the New York Rangers winning their first cup in almost 30 years. And uh, what do you fans think? Do you think we're insane? Do you think we're crazy? Is one of you out there calling the Golden Knights to win the cup? If so, let us know why, because they're not in the playoffs. But, you know, let us know what you think. And again, thank you for 200 episodes. It has been a blast so far. And uh, we're looking forward to the next 200.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said at the start, right, it feels like a family. And I hope you guys, you know, the listeners feel the same way. It's been a ton of fun and, you know, more fun to come.
0: Yeah, there's listeners and and, and engagements on Twitter that happen regularly. You know, we've had guests on here. I mean, shoot, dude, if you've been a guest on this episode, you're pretty much part of the family. Uh, We've had, you know, several players. We've had, you know, a lot of coaches, some broadcasters. And uh, you all know who you are. Uh, But we do appreciate it. And uh, any of you listening that ever want to jump back on an episode, let us know. Otherwise, we'll just reach out to you and see if you want to jump on one of these weird episodes. But uh, especially as the summer rolls along and we have kind of some niche fun topics to kind of explore, uh, it'll be it'll be fun to get some of our uh, our old guests on. And if you're listening, you haven't been on always feel free to reach out. We'd love to have you on and talk junior hockey, or talk NHL hockey with uh, junior players, junior staff, junior coaches, junior whatever, our collegiate as well. You know, don't we don't want to lose out on our collegiate fan base there as well. Um, you know, reach out. We love hearing from you. We want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Official to let us know what you think. And also be sure to comment and share any upcoming games or hockey news we should cover in a future podcast. This was the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Kirsten and Sebastian. Thanks for listening. And remember, always clear your crease.